time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm Green. Hi, I'm Blue. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this time we've been playing Doctor Who, the card game. Yay! And I won, <laughs> finally, so we're back to me hosting. Order yeah. can be restored. Yes. <laughs> um, but as usual, business first. So, after playing Desperate Housewives last week, I put a poll on Twitter saying, does anyone still care about Desperate Housewives? Oh, yeah. 100% said yes, but there was only two votes. Was that me and you? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> oh so, my god, so does that mean nobody can? Well... <laughs> so, have we just created a paradox? Because by, <laughs> by 100% voting that we do care about Desperate Housewives, but it only being us shows that no one cares about Desperate Housewives. Well... Paradox. It was End like, of the world. It was... I mean, I know it was a board game, and this is a board game podcast. It's true. But I think the Desperate Housewives plus board game geekery crossover... What do the, you call it? Venn diagram. The Venn diagram <laughs> is probably... Very small. Like small. That, yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's what it was. Fair enough. But also based on that, and I didn't do it as a poll, which I regret, but um, we were talking about, you know, is Desperate Housewives a good enough theme for a board game? So I just posed the question, like, would you rather have, like, a great game with a shit theme or, like, your favourite theme, your favourite IP, but only an average game? Mm. What would you rather? Um, well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because the last three games we've played have been based on TV shows. True. Which shows my taste in board games. True. And, well, do you know what? I think it needs to be a good game. But do you would be pleased to know that most of board game Twitter agrees with you. There needs to be a good game. But my argument was, which, you know, lots of people like sentient board games counted. Right, I reckon if it was not a good theme, why would you even pick it up and play it to learn, to find out it's a great game? But then sentient board games on Twitter was like, well, you just do research and you read reviews. And I was like, mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> research, that old chestnut. <laughs> because, yeah, there are quite a few games that are you buy for the title. In a case in point, I don't know if it's on the spreadsheet or it would come up, but the Neighbours game... It is, well, it's on the spreadsheet for a bit, at least. So the Neighbours game, based on the soap opera Neighbours... It's the RIP. Hashtag Save Neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite, everyone's like, oh, the Neighbours game, and it's quite, it's from the 80s. Yes. And a peak of Neighbours popularity. And you always see it, and I think I got it from a charity shop or something, and you have a lot of Neighbours fans, oh, I'm playing the Neighbours game. But actually playing it, it is a bit shit. Yes. And it's not really anything to do with Neighbours. It's got the logo and it's basically a card game that could be anything else yeah so there like you are you saying, get excited about it but actually it's a shit game it's like we were saying about Challenge Annika though because mm. like the Neighbours game can be applied to literally anything else but the Challenge Annika game can only exactly. work for Challenge Annika I think Annika. that's what it is yeah. yeah I think it's having a good mix a balance of those things definitely Compliance will be reported. So as I said then, this week we've been playing Doctor Who, the card game. Yeah. It's my turn to read the box. Defend the universe with the Doctor and his companions. Exterminate your opponents with Daleks, Cybermen and other enemies. Control locations through time and space to win. Use jammy dodgers, sonic screwdrivers and other clever plans to save the day. Daleks, Cybermen, Sontarans. The list of threats is endless and no place in the universe is ever truly safe from danger. But there's one man who's made it his mission to defend the defenceless, help the helpless and save everyone he can. The Doctor. Obviously we're before Jodie Whittaker times... 
as we're oh, only yes, referring to him as a him. Doctor Who the Card Game is by internationally renowned designer Martin Wallace. Look him up for next time. And has been designed for both seasoned time-travelling gamers and newly regenerated players. Oh, I like the Doctor Who lingo there. The game contains everything you need to play. A set of English rules, 132 cards, a set of counters, and a player aid card. So that should be everything you need to play if you're English. <laughs> there you go. Which, weird, the price on the box, 29 is in dollars, not pounds. Well, it was sold around the world, obviously. There you go. Well, so... Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. It's for ages 13 plus. Takes between 20 and 60 minutes. And for two to four players. You may continue. Okay, so we are playing with three expansions mm. all in one here. So hang on, what can you get the other boxes a minute? So, okay. So we have... So this would have come out in, like, the base. The first game would have come out in the Peter Capaldi era. No, because we've got a Peter Capaldi expansion, so it must have come uh, okay. out... Okay. It must come out <clears> in Matt Smith. Smith. Again, okay, sorry. So this would have come out during the Matt Smith era mm-hmm. on Doctor Who. So you've got the base game here, the card game. And then we have the card game Classic Doctors Edition, covering the classic series and all the classic Doctors, plus another expansion of the 12th Doctor, Peter Capaldi. So we played with all of those in one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as I know, that is all that has been made of these games. I wonder if they have done or will do a Jodie Whittaker set. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because um, Flux did a Jodie Whittaker boost, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, sorry, over to you. <laughs> you sounded like you were going to make I a know, point. Okay, thanks for that. Um, the game outline then, basically, you have some cards in your hand and you some of them are locations. So you play your locations in front of you and these are the locations that you're trying to protect. And then you have enemy cards and defender cards. You place defender cards to defend your own locations and you place enemy cards to attack other people's locations. And then it just becomes a numbers game, doesn't it? If the points value of the enemies is stronger than the points value of the defenders, then you lose. And if it's the other way around, then you win. Simples. And each location is worth some victory points. And at the end of the game, so you each time you attack and it, you place enemies on a space and they're undefended, you place a little counter on them. And when a player has run out of counters, so they've got all their enemies on the board um, and no one's destroyed them, then the game ends and you total up your points. And that's it. It's just a protect your, you know, attackers versus defenders, isn't it? Yeah, it's funny because actually it took a little while to get into it. It did, for some reason, it felt more complicated. Yes. With the setting it up and just getting into it. But but it is simple once you know. It, I wouldn't say it was 100% straightforward to begin with. No. And there was some bits, because, okay, I got the hang of putting, so you put a Dalek counter on an enemy that you're placing to attack. But then if you win, then you discard all the cards. But if you lose, you only discard some of the cards. And then you put a TARDIS token on. I forgot most of that. Like, I yeah, was just like, it, but actually, once you get into it, I, I was by the time we finished the game, yes. I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing now. Yeah. Uh, so it's not, yeah, it's not as straightforward. No. First, I am going to defend the shit out of the Powell Estate. The Bank of Carabraxos. Perivale is defended. Autumn's going to attack the Powell Estate. Let's attack Perivale. We've Who's got. Who's living on Perivale? We've got the impossible astronaut and a toclophane. Who's in Perivale, do you think? Uh, is it Ace? It's Romana. Shit. I'm going to attack the Powell Estate with Weeping Angels. Hello, the last planet. You are getting a visit from Davros. <laughs> 
Uh-uh. And two lots of Cybermen. Uh-oh. For 14. 14? Who's on the last planet? Clara. Fuck you, Clara. Three. Luna Penal Colony. <laughs> that sounds like a stripper name. Well, fighting the Weeping Angels is Rory, Rory for uh, one. He's not going to do well. Womp, womp, womp. I've got Killingworth, the 1820s. Where's, right. that? Where's that from? Where's that? Killingworth. It's not Colin Baker going to the Brunel shit, is it? Oh, I think it is. Check me out. Um, and also the London Underground. Uh-oh. Send the Daleks to Killingworth. Whoops. Send Dalek flagship to the Power State. Shit. I'm going to attack the Power State. Fuck you. Now that your TARDIS counter is gone, Madame Kovarian is going to attack Luna Penal Colony. Mm. Oh shit, I forgot the side memory even there. I'm just going to attack Perivale. No. 1989. Okay. Perivale is getting attacked by the Silence. Yeah. Some Primords. Oh. And some Daleks. Fending Perivale. Pretty ace. Obviously. Had to give Sender there. And Romana. Just for just for shits and giggles. The Dalek Emperor and some Sensorites. No. Are going to be attacking Perivale. I wouldn't have thought the Sensorite. They're not villain. Well, I suppose. Yeah. yeah some are. of them. Some of them they were. Are. Just a shitload of Daleks are going to attack Torchwood Tower. Well, defending Torchwood. God, who's our centre to defend Torchwood? Nissa. <laughs> Brilliant. Sorry, Nissa, you're dead. Die, bitches. Peter Capaldi and Rose together are, they're going to defeat the Papal mainframe. Okay, well, I'm going to send the Fashion Arada to the Power Estate. Yeah, well, the Power Estate is defended. <laughs> oh, by Leela. Not <laughs> good enough. Would you believe that the last planet is getting a visit from some Silurians, some oh, Hemovores, no. and some Daleks? Well. We really, we really want the last planet. The Ood Sphere, 4126. Some shitty prime wards are just gonna hang about in Manhattan. Well, Manhattan 1930 needs sorting out. Mm-hmm. So obviously Martha. Yeah. And the Doctor. Yeah. I'm gonna sort out the prime wards. Um, Manhattan is being visited not only by the family of blood, but also the Cyber King, God. which he's only got a strength of three, considering he's <laughs> giant Cyber King. Thank <laughs> you, Rory. Oh, and Killingworth is defended by the Doctor and shitty Rory. I've just put, there's a couple of aesthetic things that I've noticed, first of all. Okay, go straight to the point. No, it's just, well, because I, when I write my notes, right, okay. that's what I noticed while I was setting up. Okay, what's the First step? of all, there's a great range of cards. You know, like, one of the complaints I had for the Flux set is that there were so many companions that weren't represented and so many things, where in this one, because we've got the three expansions all mixed mm. in, pretty much, pretty much every companion, except for, like, one or two of the more obscure ones, there is a card for. And pretty much every major monster there's a card for you know what I mean like a lot of wow. the series is represented here well because the first base game I think would be a lot of the Matt Smith time so you've got Amy Rory mm-hmm. Clara all that and the, and the monsters and enemies from that the classic is pretty much yeah all the doctors and a couple of companions and monsters and locations are represented for all the classic series yeah and then you've got the Peter Capaldi one which is I, there seems to be obviously because he's got his own expansion there's a lot more mm. of, of his locations and enemies as well and I've just 
just realised on the box, we might need to look this up. Yeah. It says the 12th Doctor Expansion 1. Oh, implying. Implying there will be a 2, but I'm not I aware. I don't think I'm ever aware that, that, that it anymore. existed, no. Um, but no, it's great because you can play. Obviously, you can just get that base game and play great, and yep. that's your time with Doctor Who. But if you want to cover all of Doctor Who, mm. it's amazing. You can mix and match all these oh, classic and, it's and worth new saying, companions. It's great. Obviously, the Peter Capaldi set is just an expansion, but the classic one and the new one, they're both like base games. So oh, you can play each one on its own if you yeah. wanted. But okay. why would you? Well, if, you, if you're in more into the classic and you're not interested in the new ones. It's true. But it's, it's great that you can mix them all together. Yes. But. Here we go. On the negative side. Yeah. Some of the pictures. Right. There is a weird mix of pictures. Like some of them are photos. Some of them are this weird. It's like a photo that's been painted over. They're, they're all like photos we've been painted over. No. They've all got no. a bit of it on there. No. There's a Peter Capaldi one that is definitely. And look, these Daleks, they've not been painted. Oh, yeah, no, they have. They've, I don't some know. Some are more obvious than others, but they've all Okay, actually but the locations very haven't consistent. been painted over. That's a photo. Okay, so. That's a photo. Okay, okay. They're not. Yeah, but they, they are fairly consistent. But they just are some fairly of them consistent. Are I, think, a bit... I think it's more the quality of the photos than they're trying to hide that. I mean, that Yeti is artwork. That is not even a photo based no, on anything. Same with that. That's. Yeah. Um, uh, but some of them look really cheap. Like, look at this. This is a photo of Peter Capaldi, but they've literally cut him out and just stuck him on a plain green background. That looks shit. No, they've put a painting of stuff over the top of him there. That's painted over the top. That's okay. a screen grab painted. It's a screen grab, but it's like why is it on a green background? You know it looks when you do that, we have a photo shit. and there's like a filter that's like making it look like a painting. Shit filter. They're all like that. No, so they. I think they're quite good that they're all fairly consistent. But they're not fairly consistent. I think they no, but you don't notice that when you're playing. Okay, no, all the but text and the, oh, the font and everything, it all matches up. Like, I, no, I don't mind it. Some of them are really good. Like, okay, Martha Jones, she looks, that looks really like photorealistic. Yeah. Even if it is. But then other ones, where's that Liz Shaw one? She looks like she's been painted by a fucking child. I think it's the quality of some of the, obviously the 60s ones, they're not as good quality, the black and white ones. So no. they try, I think they've done a filter over all of them to sort of get them as all consistent as possible. It's not that bad. I, I mean, there's worse games like out it. there that's done Don't that. Like. Okay. Anyway, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Are we having fun yet? The other thing that I picked out just on like so you get a player aid card, which yes, I, love. I love a good player aid card. Yeah, we love that. However, I would argue that it's basically just the, the rules, rules again. Yeah. It's just the whole rule book. <laughs> Well, you know, it says your act, turn description, your actions, and what happens when there's conflict. I think it's perfectly uh, yeah, useful. It's a bit weighty for an aid card. Maybe okay. individual rule sheet. Fine <laughs> then, individual rule sheets. <laughs> okay, just semantics. Times five equals progress. As I said, the basic game mechanic, you play defenders on your locations and enemies on the other locations. The only other sort of tactical choice, I suppose, is an element of card passing. So you play as many cards as you like, but you have to save two to pass to your opponent. So the tactic there is you want to save the shit cards to give to your opponent. You want to give them the shit cards. But I don't know, like, we ended up just passing the same two shitty cards, didn't we? Yeah, well, an element of your shuffling came into it, unfortunately. Really? Uh, so 
all we had all the obviously all of the expansions shuffled together, but we just got a lot of support cards, sort of bonus cards, all in one, which weren't that useful. So we were just handing those back, and I didn't have many many defenders at all throughout the game. No. So it, the, it I think it was an element of shuffling. Yeah. There, but so if I had more of a choice, I think, but I think I would still just give you those shitty support ones. Yeah, and they support like some of them were really good. Mm. So like Captain Jack could defeat any enemy, mm. and then there were some that were like remove any card that has Daleks on it or remove any yeah. card that has Cybermen on it okay yeah. they were useful but then a lot of the others were just meh take a time point which we'll come on to later uh, you know and I think there was more scope for more interesting support bonuses yeah, so. to make you want to play them the crack in time all players take one time point for each Dalek counter they have in play but I get an extra two I'm going to use Captain Jack to defeat one enemy so sorry Dalek flagship you can get that if I can bin K9 if you discard one defender card then you can defeat one enemy attack against one of your locations so right sorry Rory you're just <laughs> fucking shit so Rory can go in the bin but we'll bin off the Daleks oh, oh the Valyard remove up to three TARDIS counters <gasps> from location cards and return them to their owners and then I get two time points god see you later I've got bad wolf mm. defeat any attack that has one or more Daleks on it fuck you I'm sending Danny Pink to the last planet to defeat any attack that has one or more Cybermen on it the TARDIS phone search the discard power for either the Doctor or the TARDIS and add to your hand impress jet discard some or all of your cards and draw the same number back including one for this card play on an enemy card take that card into your hand chronodyne oh. generator well I'm just gonna take the Scurryvox Blitzer then yeah. Thanks. And there's the same two shitty cards back. <laughs> Which is annoying, because Osgood should be better than that. Another tactical choice. So it's, you can play any amount of cards in your hand as long as you save two to pass to the opponent. My question is, why wouldn't you just play every card that you could? Because yeah, um, that's what I was doing every turn. I yeah, was just, just I was picking two shit yeah. ones to ignore yeah. and then well, I would well, play well, every other card. Because you have to say you're defending. You, once you build up, you need yes. like, so like Tegan is one, Adric is one, and then the Doctor's like five. Yeah. So that's five, six, seven. Well if you need like, if so if you need to defeat someone that's seven or more or something you need to build up build, those cards yeah, in your hand I suppose because you, if you have one or two and and we got to a point where some of them you had to defend were like ten or twelve sixteen was it yeah, yeah like you need you need like three doctors or something to do that yeah so I think that's the reason yes okay no that's true alright I take it back <laughs> your government prescribes one session of fun per day so another aspect obviously right there's two ways the game can end obviously you can get to the end of the draw deck but because we've got wow, three expansions that was quite big so that probably wasn't going to happen but if like I said you start with these little attack tokens and defend tokens and if ever all of your attack tokens are on the, the board which is how I ended the game so that means there's a pressure isn't there to keep attacking you can't just like oh they've put some enemies on mine but it's fine I'll just leave them mm. because if they do that too often they use up all their tokens so you have to defeat the enemies to return the tokens to their pool Yeah, and that's what caught you out like you said by the shuffling because you didn't have any defenders to attack mine like to defend against my attack and that's how I won so that's just a strategic yeah like but you, you almost... know that there is an end to a game if it gets to a certain point or something or... true but I guess it's like it's that two way focus isn't it and we've had this debate many times do you pay your attention on attacking you mm. or do you pay your attention on defending yourself yeah because if you take your eye off one of them then their tokens will build up and you'll be screwed but yeah, then yeah I don't know what it says it's like 60 minutes isn't it the gameplay yeah so but it could be if you were playing with like four players and all just yeah maybe 
if there's more players with all the expansion, maybe that would be more of a battle. Yes, and actually, although would it? It would go a lot slower because obviously all of my cards that I could play be were going against you. You have to decide who. But you yeah. would like, well, I'm going to put one enemy on you and one enemy on you. Yeah. So it would take you a lot longer to build up those stronger attacks. Interesting. Mm. Hmm. Play to win. The only other sort of element are these time points. Oh, yeah. So of these little round tokens with a little one on them, which, so each time you play a location, a location has an amount of time points on. So I can see here in front of me, look, the SS Madame de Pompadour is worth three time points. Brilliant. Um, and you would easily be tricked into thinking that time points equal victory points at That's the end. That's what I thought. I collected tons. <laughs> but when we added our points up, they're not mentioned. So, yeah, we were just building up these time points for literally no, no reason. No, but in the player aid card, it does say... The player aid book. Oh, which I didn't know. <laughs> you spend five time points to draw an extra card. But why? Which I would have done that because I had a shit hand because of the bad shuffling. Okay. And I needed defenders. I would have spent all of those points. I had tons. I thought you'd <laughs> add them up at the end and I was going to win. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit deceptive there, I think, on those. Maybe even if they, instead of time points, just money. Just put no, coins. Time points. It's not time, time money. money. Time coins. <laughs> money. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm just going to discard a card and get a time point. What about these? I don't think they count for anything. Do you have anything else you wish to add before no. we frag? No, no, it's great having all the work, playing with all the expansions because it's all of Doctor Who and everything. And yes. Like, and all the locations. And, like, they've really done their homework on, like, all the companions and enemies and all the locations from classic. And, like, just from, like, one random classic story, there's, like, a lot of different yes. cards based on it. So that's really good. Yes. It's the most, in terms of Doctor Who, sort of, there's a lot of Doctor Who games and stuff out there. But it's it got the like official the most, BBC Oh, yeah, it's official. Yeah, it's official yeah, but BBC there's a lot. Yeah, they all are. But it feels like the most comprehensive in terms of covering all of the stories, mm -hmm. all the characters. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're reminded that enjoyment is compulsory. Okay, let's frag. Let's frag. Uh, okay, you can start us off with fun. Uh, I'm going to say uh, fun. I'm going to say four. Okay. Because it just takes a little while to get into it. Mm -hmm. um, and once you do, it is quite fun to see what location you're going to get. I suppose you have to know the TV show quite well maybe I don't think you do yeah but I like I like seeing the location and seeing like oh you know who who you're going to get to put on that location and which yeah, enemies yeah, yeah. you're going to team up and stuff but I don't think so, you have to be a hardcore Doctor Who fan to be able to play the no, thing no I suppose like it not said, oh no that was game enthusiasts wasn't it yeah no, I because at the end four, of the day like, yeah. you're just looking at the numbers the attack power of each card it doesn't matter what it is really I went for three I found it a bit repetitive once we're in at the end of the day well, it's, yeah it is a, the actual game mechanics is quite basic. Yes. But what lifts it up for me is knowing all the characters and the enemies yeah, and yeah, what yeah. the locations are going to be. So that's why it's more fun for me. Yeah. But I think if you, okay, if you weren't a Doctor Who fan, hmm. obviously unlikely to have bought this, but if you were stuck playing well, no, it. you might be. Someone might be like, oh, what's this yeah, yeah, yeah. game? But at the end of the day, it's almost your choices are dictated. If you have an enemy, you put it on the other player. If you have a defender, you put it on yourself. There's very yeah. little choice <laughs> like, yeah. in terms of that. So that's why I went for a three. Um, replayability? Um, yeah, I'll say four. Yeah? Sort of covered those reasons, really, haven't we? I went for three again. I 
just think again, like I. But if you had like more people and you made it more of a thing, I think that would be more fun. Yeah, I just think again, it's going back to it. Yes, there's loads of cards, but what it boils down to is just looking at the numbers. Yeah, Mm. if you you know, there's no reason to play again with different locations and different thingies because the numbers are all the same. Okay. Yeah. Um, Aesthetic five. Really? (laughs) I love all of the pictures. I think it's very consistent. I love seeing all the characters and locations from all the even like sixties programs and stuff yeah it's great i love it i'm sticking with three go Whatever. for three inconsistent not a fan i They're mean not inconsistent they are consistent it's not a, it's not like <laughs> the flux ones where some of them don't even look like what they're supposed yeah, to be because they are all like still photos and still don't yeah. like the fact that some of them are more painty than others Ooh, there's an end of game card there yeah like i said you can end the game yeah. by running through the deck yeah okay okay um and gameplay uh uh i'll say four yeah mm-hmm. i'm gonna go for three again i'm just being very three-y about this not negative (laughs) i just yeah it was very straightforward but there was that sort of like we forgot the tardis tokens most of the time and the time points more could have been made next time i'll be spending my time absolutely absolutely (laughs) um so that gives it 14.5 yeah it's not awful but you know it's well i enjoyed it well i'm glad it's it's your game so it's important that you enjoyed it good um so was it a win or not yes it was excellent um that makes it 78 32 to the gamers well played well there you go i've been phil i've been mark and maybe this is a good opportunity to say i present a doctor who podcast yes on the same theme to watch who you can find it wherever you find podcasts at to watch who t-w-o watch who not a two you know what I mean uh, so there you go if you have played this let me know I'm sure we've mentioned your Doctor yeah, Who no, podcast not yet. for a long time okay, not and for this is a perfect opportunity well absolutely yeah thematically relevant <laughs> excellent but also remember non-relinquo minarco repercolate well yeah let's yes well. um, it's probably a bit late yeah, it's probably it's bedtime actually, isn't it? oh. but yeah so thanks for listening and bye Ludophiles yeah and we shall find out if there's more expansions for this true oh I know last week we said it was the Charles Dickens game next oh, but yeah. it's actually the Dickens game so it's under T for the whereas mm, D for should, Doctor Who is that have you done that on all the games on the spreadsheet is there a is that consistent but start with the yeah so if it starts with the it's in T yeah but if you had like book on a bookshelf or a library or something the T doesn't usually count does it depends. so why does it on a board game depends I think we have I a problem know. in that we have something in the spreadsheet that doesn't make sense well it does make sense to mm, me well it's as usual your rules you change it as you like (laughs) so it's not consistent if you don't like it you know what you can do Um, uh, how many other the games are there that are in T? No, I think the. I'm trying to find. Can I? I can't even see any other the neighbors game. Okay, so is that in? Is that in T then on the spreadsheet? Yeah. Mm. The is quite unusual for a beginning of a game. True. I can't spot any more. Like the. There isn't even a classic game. You know the. The Mopoly. The. <laughs> the game of life. The game of life. Is it though, or is it? Is it game of life or is it the? Yeah. Where is it? I can't spot it. I can't even see it. Oh, that's going to bug me now. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, it's there. It is the game of life. So is it on T or not? Oh my we God. Might have, what you if might I put have it to have a G. bit of a check on the spreadsheet there. Whatever. I'm a mess. My but life's I a mess. I don't think T should be the. See you later. <laughs>
done it. I'm not changing the spreadsheet. Not for you. <laughs> not for anybody. Oh, right, okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks, Bye, Ludophiles. Bye. Bye. Madam, whose baby is this? Madam. Now is the time when we stop. Good night. Good night.